Welcome to MVP. We are Sports Illustrated Charlotte Wilder and Jessica Smetana. And this is the Most Valuable Podcast. Brought to you by the Most Valuable Podcasters. Hey Jess. Hello Charlotte. How you doing? Today is opening day. Baseball. Baseball's back. I'm so excited. Who do the Red Sox play today? Uh, Mariners. Who's who's pitching? Uh, for sale. Oh, how about that? Hold on, let me let me let me make sure that I'm. No, right you're on. right. I yeah, checked. I am. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who are the Cubs playing? Uh, the Rangers. Who's pitching? John Lester, oh. our ace, our guy. I saw they just gave Kyle Hendricks a lot of money. Yeah, the professor. The professor, yeah. Because he went to Dartmouth. That's his fun fact. Um, so what are we starting with today? Clearly, uh, well, you'll be listening to this on Thursday. So sweet You don't t- have to tell people when they're listening to it. Because, like, if they're listening to it, they know when they're listening okay, to so it. Okay, so today, know? today is yeah. the start of the Sweet 16, March yeah. Madness. March Madness. Uh, I don't understand why baseball season always decides that they're going to come back the same day of this most exciting, well, second most exciting part of March Madness. You think that they would start baseball season in the, like, middle part between the first and second rounds and the Sweet 16. Right. Or, like, on a Monday. Also, Monday sucks. Like, this this Monday. Like, when, like, we would have gone to bed after Mm -hmm. watching the Duke UFC game. UCF. <laughs> the Duke-UCF game. Uh-huh. And then we would have woken up and it would have been opening day. How perfect. Like, baseball would have gotten a lot of attention. I think attention. that's really true because everyone's sad the day after the, the first rounds of the tournament because on Monday they're, you know, the you have to wait four days to find out what happens. So baseball could have just swooped right in. Yeah, although the women do play on the Monday of the tournament. I know, but a lot of sports fans are Neanderthals who don't think that that counts, <laughs> and baseball could, like, make True. money off of them. True, um, So what have we had so far? This tournament has been not that... It's been pretty Not choppy. that exciting, yeah. No, we didn't get any fun upsets. The Duke game was good, though. Did you watch the Duke game? The Duke, Duke UCF? Yeah. With Taco and uh, Zion? I did. I watched the first half, and then I fell asleep, which is... It was on at, like... 8 o'clock at night, so I don't know how you fell asleep for the second half of that. What, wasn't it Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I was super hungover from my birthday party. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> you so get a pass. You so get a pass. It was the day after your birthday party. You I get a pass. I couldn't stay awake, so I, um, I had it on my, I had it on, and I passed out, and I woke up, and everyone was like, that game was amazing. I was like, oh, cool. I missed the only good one. The ending was really spectacular. I could somehow convince myself that Duke was actually going to lose as if I had never watched a Duke basketball game in my life. I know. They, every time they get me, I'm like, oh, this is it. Ha-ha. This is going to be the An one. An embarrassing failure for <laughs> Coach K. Like, no, 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 no. No, I did love seeing um, Taco versus Zion, though. I Taco, when he dunks, I tweeted this, but it's, just, it, it's like reaching for something on a top shelf for most people. Like, he's not, he doesn't have to leave the ground, really. Yeah, he's, what, 7'6"? Seven eight. I would hate to be that tall. I would too. I wouldn't. I would rather be as tall as I am now, which is not very tall. But you will never know how tall. <laughs> you'll never know is. how tall I am. <laughs> but it's definitely not seven six. That seems so inconvenient. Totally. How does he find shoes or pants? You have to duck through every doorway constantly. Oh, I would God. be hitting my head all the time. Yes, you I know am. that's true. Imagine sitting on an airplane. Oh, do you think? I mean, you just have to like, exit row or. I was going to say, you just shell shell out for Economy Plus. Or just go hide in the bathroom and stand up the whole time. I mean, he probably doesn't even fit in the bathroom. He could even stand up in the bathroom. He's too tall. He's too tall. That's just, he's just too tall. I would say that I I would almost feel bad, but he's clearly going to be just fine. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he'll play in the NBA? I doubt it. Really? You don't think so? No. Why? Guys like that don't really pan out in professional. I mean, he'll probably play in Europe, right? I don't know. Brandon, do you think Taco will get drafted to an NBA team? I do. Really? Brandon does. Brandon's nodding. We don't have a mic for him today, so we're going to have to relay mm. to you. He's uh, Can he's you mouth, mouth to us? Mouth, mouth us uh, what team you think Taco will take? play for in the NBA. You can also say it out loud. He's saying Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix. Okay. So I can see it. He'll play a couple of years in Phoenix and then go to Latvia. Okay. Is what I'm sensing. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we also, this March Madness, we've had the um, the Tom Izzo gate. Oh, God. Where he screamed at a freshman and then it, it all, all hell, hell broke, broke loose. loose. Oh. oh, God. <laughs> I hate when we say the same things at the same time. I love it, which mm. I think is the difference between you and me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The Tom Izzo, what is your take on the on Tom Izzo gate? Did he cross the line? Did he go too far? I mean, 
I thought that it was pretty bad. I didn't think it was, you know, I, I don't believe in a management style where you completely berate someone, even if that is like the way of pro sport. So I wasn't for it. I, I can see where you could say, I mean, like Scott Van Pelt had a whole thing where he was like, you know, man up like this. He didn't say man up, but he was like, this is sports, you know, like you have to, if you can't take the heat, blah, blah. And I'm sort of like, yeah, but I don't necessarily think that the best way to motivate someone is by screaming at them ever in any situation. So, yeah. I don't know. What was What did you think? I don't know. I, I, I feel like he was tiptoeing down the line yes. and he was like very, very close to, <laughs> to crossing the line, but stayed very tight to the line. And therefore, if he had gone a little bit farther, I would have been like, eh. but like he was right. Like he was just really mean. Like he wasn't like he didn't do anything that I could point to and be like, that was where he crossed the line. Yes. Like, it was just really, really mean. And I think people just feel bad when they see players get yelled at. Like, I kind of have a problem getting too upset over it when the Tom Izzo's players have all stood up for him and been like, this is how he is. And he, yes. We know he cares about us. Like, that to me, I mean, I know what is this player supposed to do? Be like, I hate my coach. Obviously, he's right. not going to be, you know. But, like, Draymond Green and all his all these other Michigan State players have been like, Izzo's the man, like, we respect right. him, he can get away with it because we know he has our best interests at heart, whatever, but, um, I don't know, there's other reasons to hate Tom Izzo than, than this outburst. And what are the other reasons that he coaches Michigan State? I hate Michigan, Michigan State is one of the teams that I irrationally <laughs> hate. Like, really? I, like I have the Bengals? Been, I have no idea why, but I see their uniforms and it's like this visceral reaction, I'm like, I actually hate this team. Like some of the interns the other day, they sit, it's really funny, I sit <laughs> my desk in a size with all the editorial interns, oh. and, uh, which is funny because <laughs> I'm 30 now, and so I'm just sitting with a bunch of 19 year olds, and they're great, I love them, shout out to the interns. But they were like, what teams do you hate? And I was like, wow, well, I like all the teams that most people hate, so I don't have like a go-to. Mm -hmm. And then I was, I mean, the only one I can think of was like, uh, like Michigan State makes me want to just. That's so random. Why, why, I See, I don't, I don't like Michigan State. Yeah. I certainly. I feel like you pick one or the other to hate. I well, feel like you I have mean, I to hate, hate them. one of the Michigan. I think I hate them both. I just hate one more, I guess. Yeah. So Michigan State, in comparison, doesn't bother me as much. But Tom Izzo has gotten in trouble in the past for ways that he has handled uh, players on his team and members of his coaching staff that have done things that were uh, allegedly illegal. Yeah. So if you want to Google those things, be my guest. Those are reasons <laughs> to maybe not trust or like Tom Izzo. No, I think that your point about crossing the line is really, really smart. I feel like that's sort of what you said what I was couldn't articulate in my own mm. head, where I was like, this felt bad, but like I, I couldn't, there wasn't a moment where you can be like, Okay, this guy's like there yeah. where he punched him. That was <laughs> that was the like no, I'm kidding. Right. He didn't punch anyone. Right, that's the point. Um, so another March Madness thing that's been just ongoing is the NCAA social media. Oh yeah, they just don't know how to stop while they're ahead. It's so unbelievable. Last week on the show, we canceled their social media accounts, and this was before they put their giant stupid foot in their mouths yep. again like six more times. Why did we cancel it last week again? We because of the commercial that they made? Yeah, we canceled it last week because they made a commercial with a an actor playing a student right. athlete and all the athletes in the world who have ever gone to college <laughs> were like, hey, this isn't what it's like to be a student athlete. Right. So uh, this week we're canceling them again. They're because, still canceled. But, well, they clearly didn't get the memo because right. someone tell them they're canceled. Yeah, can someone can someone just like Tweet, let the NCAA Twitter account know that they're done? They're done. Yeah, like so, at Jack, we're done. <laughs> um, so they tweeted this tweet in 2016 that everyone found, and it said the NCAA provides free Wi-Fi to student athletes at at all of the team hotels during the D1 men's basketball championship. So someone found. I don't really know who found it or why, but someone found this tweet and quote tweeted it, and then it started going, making the rounds. And everyone, including me, assumed it was like a 2019 tweet. Oh, really? I, I mean, I oh. did. I quote tweeted it, and someone was like, yeah, but it's from 2016, so I deleted my tweet because I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Charlotte, you delete so many tweets. Like, well, cause I, I almost respect it because I don't think I've ever deleted a tweet, and really? you, you'll just delete like 10 a day. Oh, yeah. Well, you just I, don't care. I don't. And I go back and I look at them, and I'm like, this isn't funny, so I delete you it. You just delete it? Yeah, like, I, mean, I, do, I feel like I just leave. Like, I'm like, ah, I don't care. I should probably just leave it, but I'm also like... 
people I don't just want, delete them all. Well, also, you know what it is? Is sometimes something I tweet makes me very nervous. And, like, I like it'll be the stupidest thing, but I'll convince myself that something about it is going to make everybody mad and I'm going to get dragged. And so rather than put myself through, like, spiraling about it, I just delete it. Well, if, this, if the NCAA social media accounts were... <laughs> maybe they should be more like you and just not tweet. <laughs> You're paranoid about food safety, and I'm paranoid mm. about all of my tweets. Okay. Not, <laughs> Well, I mean, you could just not tweet. Yeah, but I can't. That's not an option. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, uh, I, better I, to I, have I tweet wish. and deleted than to never have twat at all. Well, you know, yeah. I just used <laughs> I just used the past tense of tweet, which is not a word. Which is someone a... beeped that out. Uh, anyway, so they tweeted about the um, NCAA Wi-Fi thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone saw it and was like, wow, they're so generous. Free Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. Like, wow. oh, cool. And, Why pay the players when they get a free Wi-Fi? Right. And so they got dragged for it. And then uh, the NCAA account <laughs> responded to it to try to, like, double down on it and said, this tweet was cherry-picked yesterday as if it was new and treated as if we were congratulating ourselves for free Wi-Fi. There isn't a shred of accuracy to this. We tweeted in 2016 to clarify a com- complaint at that time and are doing the same now. So they were like, stop being mad at us for tweeting about Wi-Fi, you guys. It's from three years ago. Get a life. Also, like, like, I don't care if at the time you were clarifying a complaint. Like, if someone was like, hey, you don't give the kids Wi-Fi, and they tweeted out, we give the kids free Wi-Fi. Like, that doesn't make it better. Yeah, right. There's no way. There's no world in which that makes it sound like, oh, okay, in that case, you're not jackasses for not paying your kid. You know? like in, In or out of context, it's a bad tweet. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter what the, it doesn't matter There's, when they tweeted it or why. It's funny and it's bad and it, it encapsulates everything that everyone hates about the NCAA yes. right now. It's incredible to me when people think that by clarifying something that's bad, they're making it better. Isn't all Wi-Fi at hotels free now? Was it not in 2016? Yeah, and even if it's not, there's usually like a Starbucks next door that you can just like log <laughs> and into. And you can just hop onto it? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, they're frustrating. So then on Monday they tweeted again a like Parks and Rec gif. Oh, um, God. Or oh it was a God. video of Ron Swanson yeah. throwing away his computer because Mar- essentially March Madness was over for the On the like Monday four days. when there are women's games. When there, yeah, like there were eight women's games, I think, on Monday. And they're like, and, oh, that feeling when there's no basketball. And you're right. like, whoa, like half, of your, half of your people are playing basketball. Like, right. What? Right. Yeah, it was just so, uh, like, the, the lack of giving a shit about the women's tournament comes from the top. Like, the NCAA (laughs) March Madness Twitter account itself doesn't acknowledge the women's side of the tournament. The call is coming from inside the house. Right. Like, if they're not even acknowledging its existence, why is anyone going to tune into those games? Right. How do you expect to how do you expect to elevate the women's sport when the body that that oversees it or that is supposed to be promoting it <laughs> right. is like doesn't even about acknowledge how it's not happening? Yeah, and speaking of Michigan State that night, Notre Dame played Michigan State and won. So I am. I guess all I do in hate Michigan on State on the Notre Dame women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same. I I also hate Michigan State, so it's perfect. They're so their starting five this year is so good. It's, it's they're just incredible. They didn't even show the entire. I mean, ESPN's coverage of the women's tournament isn't completely like, uh, no, you know, they don't show every game, obviously. So on Saturday when the tournament kicked off, Notre Dame, uh, they showed half of the Notre Dame-Bethune-Cookman game and then just switched to another game. Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame was winning by, like, 30 points or something. But oh, my God. But still, I was like, still oh, though, like, I was like, I would have watched the rest of this. Also, you would never do that for a men's game. They would never well, be like... Do, I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't really know. I don't think I yeah, watched I enough college basketball knowing. to know. I, I don't either, but... But for, like for the tournament, I for feel a like tournament? they wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel like people would riot if their school, like, if, you know... And people probably bet on the men's tournament more, so I oh, can valid. see betters being like, "Wait, I need to know what happens because I'm either going to make I hit or the lose over? Yeah. sixty thousand um, dollars." Anyway, so oh, well. I'm psyched to see. They need to just delete their accounts. Yeah, just like get rid of it. Uh, glad we've decided that for them. Jess, we got to talk about something. What? What's wrong? Gronk retired. He sure did. It made me sad. You know why I'm not sad? Well, because you hate the Patriots. Well, I hate the Patriots. I don't hate Rob Gronkowski. Why? Let me make that clear. Why are you not sad? And I certainly don't hate that he's torn up the defense of every team that I've ever loved. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think he's really going to be retired. I think he's going to play again. I would put money on him playing really? again. Do you really? 
I don't think so. I, I would put money on it. I I would not. The, you want you want to make a bet? Should we bet something? I'm gonna bet he doesn't come back. By what year? This year. You okay? No, because that no. Oh, not, you mean you think that he'll like he'll maybe pl- take a season off and then? Yeah, I think he'll like Jason Wetton or like any anyone. <laughs> Gronk will be in six years. Gronk's like Brett you know what? Freaking Favre. Like right, right, right. Oh, okay, I, okay. Let's say by like twenty twenty five. Okay. What are we betting? Um, I don't know. What do you want to bet? I don't know. Let's think about it and come back to what we're. Well, at, by the end of the episode, we'll have something to bet. Um. I am sad as a Patriots fan. I actually can't imagine watching this team. I mean, obviously, you know, I've watched the team without him before he got in. But since he's been here, he's been such a huge, obviously such a huge part of the offense. He's like the best tight end ever. And he's just like so fun. You really can't imagine him not on the team. He's been out for like 60% of the games he's ever played. There was always the hope. (laughs) You're always like, oh, when Gronk's back. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like, oh, this is over. Yeah, no, I mean, I I like Gronk. I'm not... I, I just think he's going to get bored. Like, he's 29. He's going to be 30. He's going to be watching all these other players continue to play yeah. that were his age, or are his age. And eventually he's going to be like, oh, my body feels pretty good because I haven't played in a year. Like, right. I want to get back okay. out there. That's, okay. And I'm bored of just taking shots of tequila. <laughs> with water. Uh, doesn't doesn't he, he only drinks, like, vodka with water or something? There was a GQ profile a few years ago I where his favorite drink is, like, vodka with water. I mean, yeah, that's just... But for some reason, for Gronk, that sent, that was funny at the time to mm. me. <laughs> that's not that weird of a drink order, though. No, but it felt like one for, okay. for a big football player. I don't know why. Um, the reason that I, I drink don't think he'll come back... I'm not... We don't believe in shaming of any kind in this podcast. I apologize if that came off as negative. Um, <laughs> the reason that I don't think he's going to come back is because when... at um, the sports person of the year when Camille Kostic, Gronk's girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, we were talking to John Cena on the red carpet and he was saying that he wanted Gronk to do wrestling. Do wrestling and Camille was like, No, we, we're keeping his body together with tape already. Like we can't he can't do that. So I wouldn't mm. be surprised if there were Yeah, but I do think after like a year he'll be like, he'll be like yeah, I'm, I'm back. Like my elbow doesn't hurt anymore. Okay. Because well, I'm just you're been trying to beer me. cans on the on the <laughs> sands of Cabo. Oh man, that Cabo trip! That That's Cabo, when you knew he wasn't coming back. That was <laughs> that was exactly when I knew. If if anyone doesn't follow Gronk or Camille on Instagram or the Deckers, that tr- they they all went to Cabo for like a month in February, and. I have never stalked a vacation harder. I have never wanted to be on someone else's vacation. (laughs) Like, I don't know any of these people. I mean, we know Camille. Right. Um, I don't know any of these other people. I have no idea who they are. They could all be awful and annoying, and I could hate them. But I wanted to be there so bad. Well, they certainly made it look real fun. (sighs) It was an incredible vacation that I feel like I was a part of without getting the sunburn. Same. I went on it without (laughs) having the hangovers or the tan. So, I mean. Or having the fun. Or the fun. Just watching other people have fun. It's like the Squidward looking out the window and like Spongebob and Patrick are walking. It's like me looking out the window and Camille and Gronk are like on the beach. I actually even know what you're talking about. I mean, it's a, a, yeah. Uh, Okay, we got a few more. We have some more NFL stuff to get through. Um, Cam Newton Mm. has decided that he is, um, he didn't say he wasn't going to have sex. He just said he wasn't going to climax oh. from it, which is the most information you need. So like, this passes <laughs> too, much, too much. This is like the most. <laughs> he said this on the James Corden's, is it the late, 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 late show or something? Yeah, it's like the latest. It's like the already morning show. <laughs> <laughs> the so late, it's actually so late, uh, it's the next morning show. <laughs> Well, and his point was he was like, I need to focus. I need to be better. I'm not going to come. So I'll bleep that out. What? <laughs> um, yeah. Like, it's, what? For, for a guy who only tweets and texts and posts and symbols, it's pretty expected. But, uh, yeah, it's a little TMI. Like, do you so, think that's when we should have known? Like, do you think that the symbol the symbols gave away that, like... He's trying to pull, like, a sting. Like, doesn't Sting do this? Oh, God, the probably. Weird, yeah, I don't want to get know. into it, but he definitely does. Um, but, yeah, he was saying that, like, it makes him mentally stronger to challenge himself uh, in the offseason. So he went vegan for a month, and now he's ha- doing, like, no... No s- sex March. No or- sex March. <laughs> no, not November. <laughs> Sorry. 
This is so inappropriate. Well, no, I mean, this is news. Like, this, this, was, is, this like, is literally It would be news. inappropriate if we just started spinning out and being right. like, hey, let's imagine a scenario where Cam Newton decides he doesn't want to have sex anymore. But, like, this no, is this a thing. This is real. He said this publicly, and uh, what cracked me up is that he was like, uh, you know, it, it makes my mind stronger. I feel like everyone in America who, who like, can't get laid is like, nope, doesn't. <laughs> yeah, did you see Deshaun Kaiser's tweet? No. He was like, I tried this in Cleveland, it didn't work. And then some Notre Dame priest responded and was like, not your finest work, Deshaun. And Deshaun was like, sorry, Count- Father James, just trying to do my best every day. Counterpoint, might be his finest work. <laughs> Counterpoint was actually the funniest thing Deshaun Kaiser has. I, I can say that because I am his friend, but it was pretty Just funny. can roast It Deshaun. was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Bruce Arians has hired two women on his coaching staff, and when asked about it, he said, who gives a shit what gender they are? <laughs> and I was like, well, hell yeah. Oh boy, Bruce. Yeah, which, you know, you're the team not going to be great, so... That's fine, but at least we got some. But it won't be their fault. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's definitely your fault, and also whoever gave Jameis Winston that awful contract's fault. (laughs) Oh my God! Um, I the Bucks are going to be a hot mess, but you know, at least we are. They're breaking barriers. We're we're getting women in coaching positions. Well, they're so he's not the first person to hire a woman on his coaching staff. There have been. Isn't he the first to hire like two? He's the first. This is the first team to have two women. So there's there's Jen Welter, Katie Sowers. Catherine Smith, like there have been other women in coaching positions, um, but he hired two. And one thing that is interesting to me, one of the women that he hired is uh, going to be on the strength and training, strength and conditioning staff. Oh, why would why would there ever be a like argument for the strength and conditioning team to have to be male? Oh, you mean as a thing where people are like, oh, she didn't play. She can't know the sport. Right. It's like, like it, literally anyone can lift weights. Right. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> if, that's why? Your, if that's your Neanderthal argument you're making, it doesn't work. It's not good anyway. Here's something that I think I've said to you privately. I haven't said on the podcast. I'm going to end this debate once and for all of the like, oh, women didn't play. They can't coach. I'm like, then explain male gynecologists. Right. Like, she can... Like, Please. Right. Men then men should never ever ever be doctors <laughs> of body parts that they don't have. There you go. Done. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the strength and conditioning coach, I agree with you. Like that seems it seems like all of the best trainers are always women. So almost <laughs> everything are women, but like yeah, totally agree. Um So hire them to your football team. Yeah, hi like maybe uh, your players won't get rabdo like all the other men that Wait, what? Rabdo? Well, you know, that happened at Oregon recently. What's rabdo? Like when you lift so hard that your blood like comes out of your eyes, mm. your muscles like explode. They like melt. You that's what that's called. That? That's called rhabdo. Yeah. Jesus. You know what I'm talking about, Brandon? Oh, Brandon shaking his head. I didn't make it up. I know um, I didn't, but yeah, it's a good problem. Anyway, way to go, Bruce. Happy for that. Way to go, Bruce. Way to go, Bruce. It sounded very sarcastic, but it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, no, good I for meant, Bruce. I meant it seriously. I would love to be a like unqualified nutritionist on an NFL team. And well, I would be like, put the Bojangles down, James. <laughs> Stop eating the chicken wings and the crab legs. I have said before to you that the only thing that I will be okay with you leaving me for is, like, a job coaching in the NFL. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, if you get a better job, you can leave me. I won't, like, hold you. I won't drag you down, <laughs> but I don't want you to. But I would, like... There's no greater job than this job. Exactly. Well... So that's so my bosses will listen to it. I'm just kidding. But it's true. Uh, okay, we're going to move on. Speaking of NFL coaches, though, um, well, this is an owner, so never mind. That segue also sucked. We're really bad at these. Uh, John Mara traded Odell Beckham two weeks ago. And according to USA Today, uh, this is a quote. Mm-hmm. For Mara, the decision to trade Odell became personal. When he informed his grandchildren of the trade, they cried. Mm-hmm. And to this day, one is still giving him the cold shoulder. The toughest phone call I ever had to make was to my grandsons to tell them we traded their favorite player. They sobbed uncontrollably, Mara said. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know where to start with this. First of all, if you're making a phone call, like if you're this is if the funniest to, thing I've ever heard in my life. If you have to tell your grandkids that you are destroying their favorite team to the point where they sob <laughs> that hard, like what? Come on, buddy. It's hilarious. So, first of all, just every time I call my grandpa, mm-hmm. he just tells me about his most recent trip to like Aldi. So I can't imagine the what Aldi, like What's the Aldi? grocery store. You've never heard of Aldi's? No, that's definitely sure, a mid. No, it's not a it's not a Midwest thing. How do you spell it? A-L-D-I? Yeah, never heard of it. I bet there are a lot of people who haven't heard of it. Okay, let me Google it. 
Okay. Because now this is a... This Let me is look a, at locations. Store locator. Yeah. I really don't think it's a Midwest thing. I think it's a Dude, not there's, there's, thing. Well, there's 150 on the... There's 52 in Massachusetts. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Let me see how many are in Boston. There's... There's a lot in Boston. Like, okay. Look at this map. Wow. Okay. These all right. No, I get one. it. I get it. I get it. I get okay. It, this get isn't it. like you're just ignorant to Aldi. Yeah, I'm Aldi ignorant. Anyway, sorry. Um, now I've seen the light. Continue. So Someone you call tweet your and at us and prove my point. Look at how many freaking Aldi. I see. Are in America. I see. I see. I see. There's I see. a lot. I'm wrong. Uh, anyways, I can't imagine having a grandpa whose job is to like manage a NFL phone oh. an NFL team and, and my phone calls being as casual as like you traded Odell like what <laughs> grandpa right like my grandpa's just like oh, I got some apples and, picked up uh, some more potato chips prunes <laughs> prunes That's like this is a ridiculous conversation no, to have with your grandpa it's an absurd conversation and uh, like also I don't think I would have admitted that to the press I think that makes it sound a little <laughs> pathetic what? Pathetic. Yeah, well, it's, like, pathetic, but it's also sort of telling on yourself. Yeah. It's, like, like you know, um, first of all, your fan base wasn't thrilled. I mean, the no. fan base was, like, conflicted because it's whatever. But at the same time, if you're admitting that, like, the toughest, also, not to him. It wasn't, like, the toughest phone call I had to make was when we, to Odell when we traded. It was, like, to my grandkids to tell them. I feel like he did it so people would feel bad for him, though. I think he said it because he wanted to be like, look, I know it was a tough call. Like, my uh, own family was unhappy with it, but we did what was best for the team. <laughs> That's why he said it. Right. But, uh, yeah, like, it's also, you could look at it as, like, it was so unpopular and such a bad decision that even his own grandkids won't talk to him now. Right. Like, it seems it's, a little, I think you're right. I think he meant it that way. I think he ended up kind of telling on himself. Right. It's just funny because it's like. Only oh, grandkids don't even love me anymore because I traded Odell Beckham. Like, <laughs> like your grandkids are probably like set for the rest of right, their like, lives. Buy them another helicopter get over or something, yeah, John. Like, like, give them, give them tickets to your suite. <laughs> right. The next time the Patriots are in town, you'll be fine. Put them on the yacht. Everything will right. go back to normal. Like, and their aunt Rooney Mara can like take them to the Oscars next year. The amount of money in that family is just like <laughs> absurd. So right. yeah, I don't maybe maybe the grandkids should go be Steelers fans with their other side of the family. Right. Then. Like, oh, sorry, you don't like this one? Go to another right. go to the other NFL team we own. <laughs> that our family owns. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's just like funny. I don't know. It's just funny. I just I can't get over the image of like someone on the phone with their grandpa being like Grandpa, why'd, why'd you, you trade Odell, Grandpa? Like, what the I, fuck? I totally agree. Uh, all right, what else do we have Speaking today? of stupid decisions, oh, this Mets-Syracuse saga, have you been following it? No, I actually just realized that I somehow missed this in our little Google Doc when I was preparing to talk today, and I have no idea what's been going on. So Noah Syndergaard has been very vocal this offseason about a few things. First, Jacob deGrom's extension that he's been, like, begging the Mets to sign, which they finally did yesterday. Yep. And then also the Mets... Which is the only good thing to happen in New York sports this year. <laughs> the Mets, for some reason, uh, decided that they were going to make their players go from Sarasota to Syracuse, New York, and then to wherever their opening day game is. So, like, basically the Mets weren't going to get to go home after spring training. They just had to go straight to... They had to, to go straight to Syracuse mm. for God knows what. I still don't really even know why they made them go there because... No matter what the reason is, it's a bad reason. Right. And Noah Syndergaard was like, where are we going again? We're going to Sarasota and then to Syracuse. And then you'd think we'd go to New York to get, as adults, our things and our affairs in order. But no, we've got to go to Syracuse first. Like, he's pissed. Noah Syndergaard laying down the law. And he went on for a few more quotes about, like, how stupid this whole trip was and everything. And then their flight to Syracuse got delayed three and a half hours. So they got in at like midnight last night. And all the players were like, seriously, why the fuck are we going to upstate New York? In the first place. In the first place. I love when Noah Syndergaard runs his mouth. I think it's fantastic. He he also, though, he recently um, said that he doesn't like gritty. Oh. Yeah, he tweeted well, someone someone I think he, was he has doing, to say that. He was doing a Q&A and someone tweeted at him, "What are your thoughts on Gritty?" and he was like, "I don't like him or something." Huh. And someone then tweeted like, "You're going to regret this tweet when you inevitably get traded to the Phillies." <laughs> uh, um I feel like a funny visual I have is like Mr. Met with a leash like walking gritty like a dog. <laughs> yeah. I feel like someone needs to photoshop that for me. Yeah, can someone I want to see what that looks like. I want to see that. And then like Cindergard looking out a window scowling. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, this whole thing's just funny. I don't understand 
They, so I think they went to Syracuse for a workout, and then they go to Washington for their game tomorrow. Just, or today, Thursday. So, I don't know. It, unless the fountain of fucking youth is in Syracuse, there's no reason to, like, take your whole team there no. for a day and come back. No, there's no it's reason. Just, it's and just poor, such poor management. It's great when players... I love when players say what they're actually thinking. Like, anytime there's an excuse for a player to be like, this is really stupid, I'm like, yes. I just like the idea of Noah Syndergaard being like, I have to go home and check my mail. (laughs) I know, he's like, are are adults as things and are affairs in order? He sounds sort of like an old-timey, like, I have to get my affairs right. in order. <laughs> I have to go sign my last will and testament <laughs> right? Like before I get hand, foot, and mouth disease from your clubhouse again also, and die in my sleep. Noah Syndergaard has had some really bad travel luck recently. Or no, I guess it wasn't travel luck. I just remember when he tweeted the gif of him in a hazmat suit. Not him, but of a guy in a hazmat suit getting on a plane when he had hand, foot, and mouth disease. He was like, see you guys there. I'm like scared of hand, foot, and mouth disease. Like, that sounds really painful. I don't even... I Isn't it you get blisters on your yes. hands, feet, and mouth? Yes. Isn't that awful? Yeah, it sounds really, really terrible. I think kids get it at nursery schools. Ugh. And then how... Like, I, how did he get it? I don't I, understand. I have no idea. That's just <sighs> truly... I don't know if they ever cracked the code on that one. Mm, I don't know either. I'm going to go back and look if we ever found out why Noah Sinekar got a hand, foot, and mouth disease. Speaking of mismanagement, have you seen this big baller brand thing? Nope. No? Okay. I'll explain it. It's it's pretty... You'll enjoy it. What's going on? Did they did they finally fall apart? Yes. Ugh. We all saw it coming. Did anyone really think this business was going to last? Yeah, I thought Big Baller was going to be the next <laughs> Nike. I was like, Under Armour, watch out. BBB they is coming like for you. They have like a D rating on the Consumer Business yeah, Bureau or didn't whatever. They, they didn't... Like everyone pre-ordered shoes and then they just never got yeah, them exactly. for like $7,000. Exactly. So, okay, sorry. What happened? So um, this business partner... Part of big baller brand, Alan okay. Alan Foster, I believe his name is. Okay, um, he stole one point five million dollars from the company allegedly. First of all, the company had one point five million million. Well, Lonzo year. did. Oh. I think he. It, I don't know if it was Lonzo's money or the company's money, but um, this guy. So this guy was like co-running this company basically. Okay. In two thousand two, this guy was sentenced to more than seven years in prison after pleading guilty to one count of mail fraud. Mail fraud. Mail fraud. Still don't know what that is. And two counts of money laundering as part of a scheme that defrauded 70 investors of $4 million. And this guy was, like, in charge of this company. Oh, my God. This just goes to prove that scammers always come back to scam again. We talked about that during the Fire Festival stuff. Yes, Billy McFarland's going to jail, and in seven years, he's going to be back with a new scam. Yes, new scam. And here's Foster's next scam. Okay. Um, I'm getting really into this. So Lonzo has this friend, I think, who helps manage his money, who sent an email, who sent an email to Lonzo and his father in October, and the subject line said, urgent, $1.5 million missing. Oh my God. What? (laughs) And it was like in all caps, and it was like, we're trying to... Can you imagine getting that? I feel sick to my stomach thinking about seeing that in my inbox. How does $1.5 million go missing? Well, it doesn't. If you have a lot of money, I guess I could see how, but... But someone takes it. <laughs> so, so, anyways, they couldn't find this money, and um, the Better Business Bureau has gotten which is another three B triple B's, the other BB. It was like BBB versus BBB. Better Business Bureau uh, gave the company a failing grade last year, and they re- reported receiving over 184 complaints over the company. So basically, this company is just like completely floundering, and this guy was probably stealing money from them, maybe allegedly, and now Lonzo. Uh, apparently deleted a bunch of his tweet or his Instagram posts with like BBB stuff on it. Whoa! And yesterday, <gasps> Tuesday, got his BBB tattoo covered with Shut some up. like funky looking dice. Stop it! Yeah, I am shocked. On top of all of this, in the story, uh, Lonzo said that the Lakers asked him if the reason that his ankles kept getting injured was because he was wearing <gasps> oh my god the BBB shoes and not like. Really like nicer, real like shoes. nicer <laughs> basketball shoes. Like maybe it's the newspaper like taped to your feet that are holy. And crap. he said he said no. Like he was like I wouldn't wear them if I wasn't comfortable in them. But mm. I mean, what does I mean? What does he know? I mean, right. I don't know if he's like a shoe engineer. I'm wondering. Like it was only a matter of time 
LeVar Ball was riding this wave of where he was like, you know, I'm getting all the press I can. I'm making all the noise I can. We're starting this company. Like he he had a finite moment. There was a that that wave was always going to crash. Yeah. And it clearly has crashed. And what makes me what bumps me out about this is that it is Lonzo's. If this is Lonzo's money, yeah, like, it's so exploitative of your kid, and like it has been the whole time. But then when it comes down to decisions you make, leaving your child losing one point five million dollars, yeah. like how do you live with your? I mean, how do you live with yourself? Well, it's like it just. It's like who do you surround yourself with? Like they're yeah. Like if you surround yourself with people who have been commit, convicted of mail fraud, maybe you're a bad business manager and you should Google your friend's name and be like, oh, what's his track record? Mail fraud. Oh, no, he's not in charge of my money then. Right. (laughs) I mean, you'd think, yes. I feel, though, like, people, scammers are so good at being like, oh, well, it wasn't my fault. Like, I didn't do it. Like, you can trust me. So, but it's just so irresponsible to... I feel bad for Alonzo because he's, like, what, 20? He's a, yeah, he's a kid. And if your dad says to trust someone, you're like, okay, well, you know, and... For most people, you'd be like, "Great, like we'll go into business, we'll make this work." And instead, he ends up. In, instead, we all saw over. this coming. Right. Seven million miles away, and it still happened. And he lost a bunch of money and had to get his little tattoo covered up. The tattoo makes, like, that's so deeply. It's sad. I, sad. I don't know what his relationship with his father is, but I assume that. Well, has, he's can't talked be before. You know, right he's now. like really gone on about he was like oh no you know my dad like he's tough but he loves us blah 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 and now it's just like oh i hate to, yeah i hate seeing this on top of all of this we can all agree that the ball family specifically lavar ball have they've been paid off by lebron to not talk right like we can agree oh. that <laughs> yeah. like so here's the thing maybe the reason this isn't such a big problem is because <laughs> you know sure 1.5 million dollars goes missing but then lebron's like hey if you don't tell anyone what's going on with the lakers we'll just put that right back in your account. yeah maybe that's a really good point maybe that's maybe that's the deal maybe it's yeah. like hey if you shut the fuck up for a season and don't roast me on every cable news channel about us missing the playoffs and our team being a disaster I will pay back whatever money your shitty company loses. Right. This in is that span. this is clearly pure speculation, but yes. I think that there's I this think This is a conspiracy theory. I think that this is a really good conspiracy theory. Maybe this is why I'm surprised Lonzo didn't get it covered up with like LeBron's face. <laughs> right. Well, I I'm very curious what their relationships like. I also am like there is no if you told me a a year ago that LeVar Ball's company was going to have all these questions about it and he wasn't going to go on ESPN or whatever to talk about it like no fucking way like that dude was everywhere for a few months like yeah I don't know maybe they'll address it on the reality show that I'm pretty sure I wonder if he finally got a lawyer (laughs) you know if the lawyers like don't go talk about this don't say shut up like you'll just keep losing money he was everywhere uh we also there's another money thing that happened (laughs) this week (laughs) <laughs> Which is that Tony Romo is asking to become the highest paid sports analyst mm. of all time with $10 million. Um, per, per year. Per year. Yeah. I think is this, he worth it? I think this is Jason Wooden's fault. Well, because Again. everyone was like, yo, this guy is a precious commodity. We've seen how bad exactly. a cowboy, know, an ex-Cowboys exactly. player can be. We know how bad it can get. We need, like, and to- Tony Romo, well, Tony Romo was like, this is what could happen if I leave. You could end up with some former player who isn't me. Right. So pay me what I'm worth now. And Jim Nance was like, that's more than I make. And Tony was like, Jim, I'm the one Jim, making the weird noises. Zip up your quarter zip. <laughs> Jim, zip and your quarter zip. You get paid a lot of money from the Masters. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Tony's like, buddy, don't do this to yeah. me right now. Let me have this. <laughs> you have golf. Let me have like have CBS NFL games. I mean, honestly, if any if any analyst is worth it, it's Tony Romo, and I'll say it. I would pay Tony a ten million dollars. I would year. too. Well, also maybe Chris, just because I'm partial to the slide in. I'm pretty sure. Oh well, th- those guys definitely. Chris make and it. Al are doing just fine. They're doing just fine. Uh, Tony, um, oh man, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony. Tony deserves. Uh, he deserves what he's worth. And I agree. Having seen how bad, how truly bad a booth can be without someone like Tony. I think Jason Witten is the best thing that ever happened to Tony Romo. Jason Witten might be the best thing that's ever happened to any color guy. Maybe Jason Witten saved sports media when you think about Mm, it. Maybe. 
makes you think. That's a hot take. I'm willing that to. That's a hot take. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> All right, time for some unprotected segs. Unprotected segs. This week, some personal news. I'm now 30 years old. Mm. I gotta say, it feels great. Here she is. Isn't that what they play at like president's funerals? Yeah, taps. Isn't that taps? I don't know what that means. What is taps? That's what the song's called. Taps? Yeah. It's called taps. They what play does that it. Stand for? Well, they, I don't know. They throw the wreath. This is sorry. This is a weird main thing. Don't don't worry about it. Anyway, I'm 30 now. I feel great about it. I realized once I turned 30 that all of 29, I was just kind of dreading turning 30, and so 29 mm. was just like it's a stupid age. You should go right from 28 to 30. Oh, I hate I hate odd numbered birthdays. I do too. I hate odd numbered years also. Like 2019, I'm like this year is gonna suck. It's a weird number. 19 is a weird number. 19 is a weird number. Like the nines are weird. 19 yeah. is weird. 29 is weird because you're just waiting to get to that next. Where they're nice juicy round number. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, and now that I'm 30, I've I like honestly since I turned 30, I've been way less anxious. Oh, I'm like, wow. whatever well, I'm 30 like now four days but yeah still. and those four well, days like two days <laughs> two days four, four no three days okay whatever Fair. it's been enough that like the the past three days of being 30 have been mm, better than the good. last three days of being 29 that's good well mostly because I was debilitatingly hungover mm. for the last day of my 29th valid year. we also had um Sesame Street on the Wilder Project this yes. week and um we had a good time with Oscar the Grouch. You guys need to go check that out because we had him read tweets and put them in the trash. Yeah, and I also realized last week uh-huh. we said we were going to talk about our hot dog uh, <gasps> extravaganza, and then we we didn't. So oh, let's talk about those. Should we talk about them? Yeah, I think we should talk about the, the hot, hot dogs. dogs. Were really good. They were phenomenal. I got the meat sweats. I got the meat sweats as well. If you don't know what we're talking about, Charlotte wrote a story about it, and it was a video for the last week's episode. Of yeah, Wilder we went Project. to Arizona and we made hot dogs with Chef Steven mm-hmm. of the Diamondbacks, and um, you might have seen it online. I don't know. Didn't really make any noise. No, no but one read it. No one read it. No one cared at all either way. Um, but it was super fun. So yeah, go check out the last two episodes. My mom called Deb. We don't have a call Deb this week because my mom is on the Wilder Project. Mm-hmm, did a little Q and A. Yeah. So um, check it out. Go check. Go check that out. And um, Jess, you have any personal news? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's cancel some things. <laughs> yeah. You know I want to cancel. I there's there's two things I want to cancel, and then well, I have one thing to cancel, and you have two things to cancel, and then I have one thing to uncancel. Oh, so, okay. Bear with me here. Cruises. For sure canceled. So there was a Norwegian cruise that uh, off the coast of Norway, mm-hmm. and I guess they sailed into a bomb cyclone, which is the word that meteorologists are just using for like wintery, windy time. Um, <laughs> wintery, windy time. That's, the, is that like that's a what winter Mike hurricane? Trout would say. The meteorologist. The I got. I don't know. I mean, remember there was a big bomb cyclone like last year. Oh that I was freaking yeah. Out about and it was dumb. Either it was way, it's like not a good cold. weather thing to happen when you're on a boat. Yeah. So this boat was a big ass cruise liner. It was like rocking. There were like a thousand people on board. Oh. I mean, you've probably seen the videos by now. But anyways, it was rocking back and forth, and then. Like, 400 people had to get evacuated on in helicopters. Like, I would have had to done on the top of the mountain when I almost died. Right. But anyways, I don't understand why it's safer for them to evacuate people off of a helicopter, like, in the middle of the ocean, than to just, like, wait. Okay, here I don't why. understand any of this. So, as a boat person. That has to be dangerous. Let me walk you through the boat. As okay. a boat person. The engines failed. Yes. So, the engines failed. You don't want people, like... If something had gone further wrong... Like what? Like a fire? Yeah, it, like if there's an engine fire, if there, if something else, like electrical goes, go, gets all screwed up, if the, if the seas got high enough that the boat starts mm. listing to the point, like it is better, I think, to risk... Like these helicopters that do rescue missions are actually like... Safe. Pre- I mean, I don't know that I would say safe, but like... That seems terrifying. It, I think that it is a better bet to get people off the boat than risk leaving them there. Also, because if something were to happen and you just left, if you left the people there, something were to happen, people would go nuts. They'd be like, they didn't even try to save them. So optically, I think that this might be a legal cover too. That's true. Okay, good point. It just seems to me that it was so windy and crazy out there, like having like four or five helicopters hovering over the boat, like 
with like little little like ladders so people could climb up and like there was no rhyme or reason to who was getting off this boat like there was just like oh like, like lord of the flies get on the helicopter like that just seemed a little nuts to me and then what I ended up doing was they found tugboats that tugged the cruise to to a port i you couldn't you couldn't pay me to go on a cruise no First of all, because I think, I mean, I love boats. I'm a boat person. A boat that big is basically not a boat anymore. It's, like a, it's just a floating skyscraper. A floating hotel. Yeah. And at that point, first of all, I would feel claustrophobic. I'd be like, I need to get it out of this hotel, yeah. but it's actually a boat and I'm surrounded by... Have you ever been by... on a cruise? No, never been on a cruise. I went on one cruise once. Did you? Was Did it fun? Cruise? I was like four, five. Yeah. I, I have... remember enjoying it though. I feel like but if you're a little kid, it's probably... Right. You're you on know? a giant playground. You don't really think about the fact that you're on a boat that weighs a thousand tons out at sea. Yeah, it's not even that it would freak, it's not even that it would scare me, I would just feel, feel trapped. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do know. I have. I think I have control issues. I think I'd be, I want to be in control of where I can go if and I can't go anywhere. If you're a cruise person, tweet at us and let us know why. Yeah, this isn't, fuck. and this I'm isn't just, just right, this <laughs> I know a lot of people that go on cruises and love them. I do too. This isn't to say that if you like cruises, you're wrong or there's not a reason to enjoy a cruise. This is a personal distinction. We're not cruise guys. Well, so yeah. So cruises are canceled, but they're also not canceled anymore because I found out yesterday that Bon Jovi has a cruise now. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So Uh, I'll undo, I'll uncancel cruises for that cruise. Well, you can just... You can cancel them with an exception to the rule that if you're Bon Jovi, okay. it's fine. The Bon Jovi cruise is not canceled. There we go. Every other cruise is canceled. Beautiful. Um, I, bon Jovi cruise. I have something to cancel. What? Well, actually, they canceled it for me. Um, I'm canceling a cancellation. Mm. The women's spacewalk. Oh, I heard that. There were supposed this. to be two yeah. female astronauts who are going to walk in space. And it was canceled because they only had one suit the right size. Mm. I'm sorry. If your job is to make sure that people can survive in space, and you can put rockets up there, you can get satellites, you can do all sorts of cool shit, Mm -hmm. and the thing that sinks an operation is that you didn't have enough women's clothing, I'm sorry. I'm like that is so that is so absurd. That's kind of like the Ron Swanson NCAA tweet. Yeah, where he's like, "Oh, no basketball." It's like, "Well, there's women's basketball," and they're like, "Well, no women's spacewalk. Don't have a suit. Like, throw us a bone." I read something that only 11 percent of the people that have ever gone into space have been women. Yeah, that's which, something that I'm like, "Are you surprised?" Does that no, surprise you? not at all. Well, yes, that's it, the sad part. That's 11 percent. I'm like, wow, that many. That's <laughs> 11. They got that 11 many? out of 100 people to go to space are women. Ah, that's like, the I'm stats like, are worse than in, like, working. In the NFL. <laughs> I was going to say working. <laughs> in sports media. Uh, yeah, any sports media company. Actually, I think that last I checked, the stats of women in sports media were, like, 90%. It was 90% male or something. Mm. I don't know if that's so changed. So that's worse than NASA. So it's worse than space walking we have a better chance of walking in space than working in space <laughs> wow amazing space, we got these jobs there's a reason why the movie's called first man and not first woman <laughs> right. women don't belong in space oh uh the other thing i was going to cancel was yeah. planes again oh because okay. the, a plane from london to dusseldorf accidentally went to uh scotland and just like went How to the wrong airport how does that even begin to happen? So apparently they filed the wrong paperwork and no one was like, hey, we're flying uh, the wrong direction. None of the passengers were like, hey. Uh, Could they tell? I mean, like, did they see on the map that they were, like, was there a map tracker? On That's the what someone tweeted me and was like, there's no maps on, like, domestic European flights. And I was like, yes, there are. Like, there's maps on there every plane. Like, All planes have 2019. maps. 2019. Right. Google a map. Look like, at your phone. I mean, uh, you can't. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. Uh, what? How? I don't know. So did they refund them? Did they get them back? Do you know? I think the airline took care of it with like each person individually. I just I can't imagine any of this happening to me and me being okay with it. The only time this happened was flying back. Oh, this is the worst travel day of my life. Was oh, flying God. back from the Super yeah, Bowl last year in Minneapolis, and I was supposed to be flying to New York. It was during the Super Bowl, so I was streaming it on the Wi-Fi on a delay, and it was the Patriots playing. So you can imagine. Yeah, it was I, like during the actual game. During the game, and yeah. I was already in a terrible mood, and I was I had the flu, and then I like we we get we approach New York, and I was like, oh, thank God, like my nightmare is coming to an end. And the pilot comes over the loudspeaker oh, no. and he goes, 
uh, yeah, we're going to get rerouted to Hartford because we're running out of fuel. And I was like, okay, so I could either die because the plane is running out of fuel or end up in Hartford. Or and go to Connecticut. I don't know which is worse. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, ended That's up in Hartford, sat there for 40 minutes. But the feeling of when you realize that you are landing, in, talk about being out of control. You can't oh do God. a thing about it. Horrifying. So it's awful. And I really feel for those people. Let's just take cruises everywhere. Oh, wait. Only the Bon Jovi cruise. The only mode of transportation is the Bon Jovi is cruise. The bon Jovi cruise. <laughs> and the Wienermobile. And the Wienermobile. <laughs> I was thinking, someone asked me, like, what's the farthest you've ever gone in the wrong direction? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have a story. I'll, I'll make it short. Yeah. But basically, I, I grew up, like, 20 miles west of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And we had a, our high school had a basketball game that was about 10 miles closer to Chicago. So just, like, picture. Yeah. Yeah, so me and my friends accidentally, this was before iPhones and, like, GPS on phones and shit. My friends accidentally, we drove all the way to Rockford, Illinois. Where is that? That is far. Okay. That is just... In the, in the, in the wrong direction? We were trying to drive back west to... And you drove our, east? Our, where we all lived. And we drove so far west that we ended up on a north toll road. <laughs> I don't understand to this day how. I how long did that take? Actually, if, if you anyone listening is familiar with Chicago, we were on I-90, so we were like, we were near O'Hare Airport, mm-hmm. and we went just north to uh, Rockford. It took, we. I mean, we were so far in the middle of nowhere, it was very clear, but we were all <laughs> dumb and stupid, and we're listening to music, and we're like, oh, what a fun road trip. Right, right, right. We should have been home 30 minutes ago, but haha, like, why does this map say? Well, if you can make why it Why does this street road say Genoa? Like, <laughs> What the fuck's that? Like, isn't that in Switzerland? Something about that. <laughs> Something. Italy? <laughs> Italy. Your name Geneva. Geneva. I actually might have been thinking of Geneva. Uh, the Honestly, those sorts of things are more fun. It, like, if you can make well, it fun. there's more. Oh, God. Okay. So we ended up on this, like, freaking gas station in Rockford and asked some guy. We were, like, we were, like four stupid 16-year-old girls. We were, like, um, where is... Uh, Schomburg or like whatever suburb we're going back to mm-hmm. and he was like oh Jesus Christ so we turn around and go back down the toll road back okay. past O'Hare somehow ended up on this road and I'm like we're on we're still on the highway and I'm like I have a feeling that we're um about to be in the city of Chicago oh so you drove <laughs> we drove so far back in the wrong direction that we ended up in Chicago and this was like before any of us had had our licenses for that long so I didn't really know my way around the streets oh, so you're very just well like I was just confused <laughs> and all of our phones were dead and there was no GPS and I was like cool oh my but God. I was like I, I think I was able to figure out I knew my way home from like Wrigley Field so I was able to get us back to where you're we like get to me go. to a sports but, reference point right. and I'll be fine <laughs> exactly essentially it took us like two and a half hours to go home. And you missed the basketball like a, game? No, this was after the game. So this was like midnight. This oh, was like very, very late at night. Your parents must have been scared. Oh, they were. They were like, our kids are dead. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't remember. I mean, I know, you know me. I know I've done something like this, mm. but I feel like maybe it's just happened too many times that not a particular one stands out. Yeah. I've definitely... Nothing as bad as going to Scotland instead of Germany, though. No, nothing that bad. Yeah. Definitely one time when I was driving back to college, I think I overshot the exit to Waterville, Maine, and just ended up, like, in the middle of Maine somewhere. Oh. But that's just, you know, you just zone out and you keep going. Right. That wasn't you know what I know about. about Waterville, Maine, is that Sopranos episode in the first season? Never seen it. It's Colby College is, like, where Meadows going to school that's for, amazing. like, a school visit. And then Tony is, they're in Maine, and Tony finds this uh, former associate who was part of Witness Protection. Honestly, it's if pretty, you have to go into episode. Witness Protection... Put them in Maine. Yeah. Like, no one will find them. Well, and Tony found him and he killed it. Spoiler. Oh. I mean, the show came out in 1996. Yeah, I know. That's fine. I still need to watch it. You should watch it. It's a really good episode. Okay, I'll watch it. Well, I also just want to see it for Colby. Yeah, and Colby's in it. Lots of Colby. Shout out Jeez. Colby. Can you guys still make me the graduation speaker? Thank you. Just checking in. Speaking of cheese, you know what goes good with cheese? What? Beef. Because we have a beef club this week. What happened? I, that I didn't see we had a beef club. We do have a beef club. Baker Mayfield... Versus everyone on Twitter named Tony. Scroll down. Tony Poznanski. Are you going about it? No, no, no. Scroll like all the way to the bottom. All the way to. Oh my God. Read this exchange. Okay. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield. Do you, oh. you have to do it? Do it? Do voices? Yeah. I'll do voices. Okay. Oh, love doing voices. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield. Hey, American Air. There you go. Perfect. My fiance has her bachelor party this weekend, and y'all canceled her direct flight. Dot dot dot. 
changed her ticket and seat, dot, dot, dot. It's no longer nonstop, period. I'm not sure how y'all do business, but I'm pretty sure this isn't how it's supposed to go, dot, 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 capital and without a refund, dot, dot, dot. So then some guy named Tony Poznanski. He's a writer. A like a, I think sports a guy? Cleveland writer. Okay. Uh, he goes, sorry, sorry your fiance gets treated like every... No, 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 this guy has to have a different... Like, this guy's got to be like... Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry your fiance gets treated like every other human so being. Is that, was that a good... That was good. That was like great. Okay, Baker Mayfield goes, actually, I'm the one saying something, Tony. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Get lost. Oh my god, he told me to get lost. <laughs> if I can take care of her, I'm certainly going to. Is that so hard to comprehend? Chivalry is dead in your eyes. <laughs> your voice is so bad. It's so bad. Tony Kuznansky. Okay, what good did this do? Did she get the direct flight they obviously canceled? What amazing things did you do with your tweet, Mr. Romance? <laughs> I have not seen these. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Baker. Oh my god. Oh my god. Baker, <clears throat> you remind me of my good friend at Colin Coward. We should all grab dinner soon. <laughs> oh my god! And then Tony Grossi. Grossi? Yeah, this is a whole separate whole separate exchange with another guy named Tony. Other other Tony. This is another like writer guy. He's sports blue, blue check guy. Blue check this guy. This isn't like these aren't like random people. So he quote tweets Baker saying This guy Tony. Baker had a tweet this is how's everybody doing on this fun Monday? I'm doing great besides the fact that football season needs to hurry up. Hashtag believe land. <laughs> oh Baker, what are you doing Your on social media? Terrible. Uh Tony Grassi You miss us that much? And then Baker responds, not you, Tony. <laughs> First of all, I made Baker sound like Spicoli from no, past times. You sound like um like a character on Barney or something. <laughs> like, I don't even know what you sound yeah. like, but it's so bad. Bro is hard. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to work on my bro. Um. Anyway, I just this... kicked our producer on accident. Oh, sorry, Barney. Um, this is the funniest thing. That exchange is absolutely incredible. So First Baker, of all, Baker has Baker fan. With I just want different say. people named Tony on and, Twitter right now. And American Airlines, and I'm sure yes. there's someone named Tony who works there. So we can just true three different Tonys. True. Um, I didn't see this exchange. I only saw his original tweet at first. And I think I, I saw it and I was just like, oh no, you're doing the you're doing the blue check complainy thing. Yeah. Whenever anyone with a blue check complains about their flight being delayed or something, I'm like most normal people are like, Oh god, like right. that's like oh here so it goes. So annoying. Like, come on, like you're not special. But Honestly, my thought take it to the take it to their DMs because I've gotten some uh, refunds on some pretty delayed flights that way. Have you? By I'm not going to say I've done it, but I am going to say... If you had done it, you would have gotten refunds? If I had had a flight that was delayed seven hours by Southwest Airplane Airlines, mm -hmm. I would have complained in their DMs, mm. and they would have given me a full refund. Well, see, also, if you threaten them in the DMs, you're like, buddy, I'll go public with this. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> no you don't have to threaten them. You just be like, hey, this I shouldn't right. have to pay for this. You fucking ruined right. my plans, and now I missed the thing that I was flying to. I, I want to say that I know I did a Baker voice. I am I really like Baker. I'm a fan. Uh, <laughs> please don't please don't take offense to that. That was a joke that Baker, would have happened to, whether it was Baker or someone else. Baker, if you're listening, which I know you are. Yes, you listen every week. Every week, loyal MVP. Very loyal. Um, that wasn't that wasn't uh, supposed to offend you. That was in good fun. Also, this um, is why women shouldn't be in sports media because we can't do male <laughs> impressions. That's the old. That's true. Cancel us. <laughs> um, also, Baker, um, if you are listening, which I know you are, this week Cookie Monster said on the Wilder Project that you are his, you are the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, he did. He did say that. So hopefully that cancels out the bro impression. Yes. Um, that's amazing. All right. He, I, he, Baker Mayfield's the last person I want to get mad at me because you know he has a list. He said he has a list of people who have wronged him. He has a media list of people yeah. who have wronged him, which is the most relatable thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Don't, um, we all, don't we all have a list? Like, Arya Stark, just go to bed every night. Sissy, the hound. Well, there's that whole thing about people having nemesis this week. Did you see no, that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Do you have uh, we're skipping it. It's so stupid. Mouth, we'll mouth your nemesis to me. What? Who's your nemesis? Mouth it to me. Oh, I don't have one. I I am people's enemies. I don't have a nemesis. She just mouthed Mrs. Met at me. <laughs> Yeah, let's go with that. Mrs. Men is my nemesis. Um, All right, we got we got three more sex here. Let's go. Oh my go. god, there's so many. Let's we got do, an we got an is it sports? Let's do this one quickly. Is extortion sports? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Michael Avenatti, the celebrity lawyer who keeps running his mouth, 
went on this whole... Oogie's running his mouth. He does. He went on this whole tweet storm about how, um, you know... Nike paid Bull Bull and no no no. So he said. Oh right right sorry. He, first he tweeted that yeah. he had this like news breaking information about Nike, and this investigation that he found, uh, and he was gonna have a press conference on Tuesday. He tweeted that on Monday. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later, the like DA in Manhattan tweeted that they arrested him for extortion, which they, is so basically, he tried to, he tried to get Nike to, um. He, he tried to. He was trying threaten to threaten Nike. Yeah. yeah, he was threat. He was threatening Nike that there would be this big blow right. up if if they it, didn't pay him like yes. twenty million dollars or something yes. ridiculous. And, and of course, Nike like, immediately called the police. Yeah, and PFT commenter tweeted, "Wow, Coach K moves fast." <laughs> yeah, and I just right. thought that was like the greatest. But then he ended up tweeting his th- his findings anyways. Uh, yeah, which, which when he posted bail. And his findings were just that DeAndre Ayton and Bull Bull both received money to play in college, which is not news. Like, that's... No, not news at all. Also, <laughs> this guy is so tone deaf. To, like, he's so clearly not in the world of college yeah. sports that everyone was like, yeah, obviously. And he's like, it's explosive information. Right. Everyone's like, no, buddy. It's like, no, they probably deserve to get paid that much. So. And I saw, th- I saw that this, like, might put the R. Kelly investigation in jeopardy because Avenatti was the one who submitted a video as evidence and it's just like I'm like this guy just needs to Mm, um, yeah well anyways extortion is definitely sports especially if you're trying to extort Nike which is one of the most powerful companies in the world is also I saw some headline and some I don't remember where but it was like it reminded me of this headline that I read that was like Zion Williamson is doing pro Nike PR even though they're not paying him or something after his shoe exploded, and I was like, okay, like, but well, big problem. Okay, I just think it's a little bit naive to assume that any really good college basketball player has not has not money. at least unofficially signed some document. I don't know. I'm not trying to like say anything controversial here, but it seems like from what I understand of all of this. It would be more surprising if any of these top players hadn't already talked to an agent or a Adidas or Nike rep than if they hadn't. Right. To be like, hey, (laughs) heads up. I'm going to be in the NBA. I'm going to go pro. Maybe we should chat about whether we can make something work here when it's legal. Right. So, yeah, extortionist sports. Um, Glad we settled that. Uh, Jess, I'm really excited about this segment. Oh, what is it? Agrofax on turkey vultures. Turkey vultures? Why turkey vultures? I did a lot of research on turkey vultures because one day this week, there was this whole big hullabaloo about how a turkey vulture flew through Stephen A. Smith's office window in Bristol. Wow. He wasn't there. Well, yeah. Doesn't he live in New York now? Yeah. he. I think he tapes in New York now, but um, everyone at ESPN was tweeting about it. There was a picture of the hole in the window where the turkey vulture broken glass. allegedly went through. I still am not totally convinced this happened. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think happened? I don't know. I just. Someone it, threw a brick through his window? It all seemed a little fishy to me. Mm, skip. Skip through a brick with I like think, a love. I, I miss you note. Yes. Can I do it? Yes, and then stood outside, like, say anything with the boombox. Yeah. And they were like, uh, Stephen A doesn't live here anymore. And, and, like, and he was like, shit, oh, shit. Good cow. thing that I'm an animagus, um, a turkey vulture. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, apparently I felt really bad for the bird at first. and mm. But apparently it was okay, which I also find mm. hard to believe. How big I, is this freaking bird? Well, Jesus. so turkey vultures, the glad you asked, Jess, they can they can get to be pretty big. Um they hold on a sec. Does this count as agrofax if we're not if we don't eat turkey vultures? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's a nature fact. Mm. But I think that nature facts should count as agrofacts. Are we expanding the definition of agrofacts because it seems like tricky no. waters? No, 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 no. Because it has turkey in the name. Okay. Tangentially. Is it a turkey? No, it's okay. a vulture. Well. Well. Whatever we call it, I'm going to tell you some facts about turkey vultures. Tell me, tell me some facts about turkey vultures. So I looked this up. Um, the NatureMappingFoundation.org has a great website. Um, turkey vulture facts for kids. Nature mapping, not agro mapping. Okay, so these are nature facts. Nature facts. That's fine. Nature facts. Tell me the facts. Turkey vulture nature facts. Uh, they lay their eggs directly on the ground. They don't have nests. Okay. Um, was that was that supposed to impress me? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, <laughs> I was a little surprised. I was like, wow, these guys just, uh, okay. it's like not having no a nest. house. They just, the, they just, the egg comes out on the ground and they just leave it there. Mm-hmm. They fly low to the ground to pick up the scent of dead animals because they eat dead animals. They're vultures. Well, then how did this end up in Stephen A. Smith's, like, high up window? Well. That's fishy. No, 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 no. They fly, they can fly. 
they just when they're looking for so they're food, really they fly low to the ground. I see. Um, a turkey vulture can live up to 20 years in the wild, which is pretty old for a bird, I feel like. Mm. Um, and people often mistakenly call turkey vultures buzzards, which is the British name for certain hawks. And the difference between vultures, like normal vultures, and turkey vultures is that the turkey vulture has a red head while the black vulture has a black or gray head. And when seen up close, the feathers of black vultures are a sooty black, whereas turkey vultures' dark feathers also include dark brown. This is the best fact of all. I'm so, I can't, I'm like, I can't. On the edge of your seat? I'm, I can't stay awake. Their method of self-defense <laughs> is to vomit their food, okay. which they can send sailing 10 feet. So if a turkey vulture is disturbed or harassed, it will throw up on the animal who's bothering it, which makes me wonder, did the turkey vulture puke in Stephen A's office? Dude, it for sure did. <laughs> right? It's terrifying. That's the only Landon. interesting thing about turkey vultures. They can puke, they can projectile vomit over 10 feet. As self-defense. As self-defense. Imagine being able to, like, spew vomit on someone that was harassing you. No, it's... On it's, command. It's so gross. Like, someone's, like, you. someone's, like, following you down, like, a dark alley. You turn around and you just puke right. 10 feet of puke at Right, them. you're like, I'll, I'll see your mace and raise you vomit. It's disgusting. <laughs> this is so gross. We're going to move on. Oh We're moving God. on. What's our next Okay, thing? this is a new segment idea that I had. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we should do this at the end of every show. Okay. Uh, so obviously Mike Trout just signed a huge contract with the Angels. He's and we, the best player in baseball. He's the best player in baseball. We don't really know a lot about him. No. So I just think we should kind of make an effort to learn about Mike Trout because I don't want to. I don't want to not know anything about him because I haven't tried. You oh, know what okay. I mean? Yeah. So I think we're just every week we should just check out his Instagram or what, what he's tweeted lately. Okay. And kind of just see what we can learn from it. I love this. So this week. Um, Okay, so his, his Twitter, he tweeted a bracket. Um, Who does he have winning? He picked Duke, so oh, like well, 90% of America. Okay. I guess that's not that interesting. Um, okay, so he posted a video of himself on Instagram. Okay. He's playing baseball. It, okay. Um, so we know that he wants... That so he likes baseball. He likes baseball, and he thinks Duke is going to win. Um, and the cap, there was no caption. Okay. Uh, well, here's a quote on from okay. Mike Trout on his 2019 goal. Just being able to manage that two-strike approach. There's nasty pitchers in this game. They've got some good stuff. Sometimes they paint on you or something, and it's tough, but they just cut the strikeouts down. Okay, so more baseball. More baseball. <laughs> um, I read... Oh, okay, so he posted another Instagram video Yeah. Uh, of a secret handshake with a teammate, so that's oh, interesting. So he's fun! I don't know who the teammate is, though, because I don't know anyone on the Angels other than him. I also... Um, it's in black and white, so maybe he's like a... Maybe he likes photography. Maybe he's like a film film fan. I think it's safe to say that Ansel Adams is his favorite photographer. So, okay, so... So, uh, yeah, so Mike Trout uh, thinks Duke's going to win Lunch Madness, so that's like, something. Yeah, he likes baseball. And he likes baseball, and... He's trying to manage pit- pitchers better. Yeah. Hey, so we learned a little bit today. We did. Well, and we'll keep learning more. Yeah. And maybe someday we'll be lucky enough to talk to Mike Trout himself. Yeah. We're going to be the unofficial Mike Trout fan club. I love this, Jess, because I think he needs more stands. I agree. He needs us. We and are vital to Mike Trout's playing career. So if you see anything cool or interesting that Mike Trout does, let us know. Or and we'll keep an just, eye on him. Even just anything that he does. Anything. If it's not cool or interesting, that's fine. We're still here for it. Yeah. We're Meg Trout fans now. I love it. Oh, what a what a what a positive end. What a like great note to end the podcast. You're on. so right, Charlotte. What right? a great. I'm just, we had a great show today. I feel I'm, fantastic I about do too. it. Um feels good to be healthy and recording unlike last week when yeah, I was unhealthy and recording. You were unhealthy. I still think you did a great job. I felt as bad as I think I sounded, so. Well, I don't think you sounded as bad as you think you sounded. Thank you. Thank you for you, believing in me. You did lack some color in your face. Mm. <laughs> Someone at work told me I looked like a white walker. It, it was, it was tough to go yeah. for a little bit. Uh, anyway, uh, Jess, close us out. Let's eat this week.